It's been a while since I had done a fucking podcast. It's been a while, but you can kiss my ass. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is John Albatross of the John Albatross Show. It's been a while, but I'm back. I had a lot uh, going on. I had to re-up my EMT cert in the state of Pennsylvania, which was a real pain in the balls. I'm not going to lie to you. I got it, and uh, apparently I fucking grinded so hard to get it that I'm already a sixth of the way for my next cert, which is due in three years. I was all about getting that grind on, so, uh, yeah, won't have to worry about that for a while. And a lot of shit's gone down since, uh, the last show. So, I'm not even going to talk about fucking Trump, because that was just a fucking disgrace what he did with the Eagles. I'm just going to go off on a fucking tangent. On the Ultimate Fighting Championship. And I'll talk to you about uh, Nintendo. And that's coming up right now. So. Basically. uh, I'll talk about the main thing I want to talk about today. The Ultimate Fighting Championship. What a shit show that fucking organization is. CM Punk, a.k.a. Philip Brooks, which is his real name, was a professional wrestler in WWE. He basically went on the fuck you WWE thing, and uh, he fucking sued him, and just basically burned his fucking bridges. Now, it was one thing if he said, hey, you know what? I'm no spring chicken, I'm fucking getting up there in age, I can't be doing this, I, I think I need some time off, or uh, I just want to fucking, I just want to be done with it, he he left, and he wanted to get out, and that, that, that's fine, Richard Pryor did it, with class, Dave Chappelle could have did a little bit better, But yeah, it was essentially that, but the way he did it was fucking bullshit, and then he went to UFC. Now, the story behind this was, he had no fucking formal training in fucking any type of martial art. No wrestling, or he did wrestling. No wrestling, no, uh, taekwondo, no muay thai, no jiu-jitsu, no fucking judo kickboxing, or any of that shit. And he said, I'm just going to go over there, because they're going to give me a lot of money, and I've been training for about a year, and I've been training really fucking hard, and... Yeah, I'm going to be a UFC fighter. I'm going to be fighting in the UFC. And... His first fight was against a guy named Mickey Gall, and Mickey Gall basically, you know, he was 
get his name out there or whatever. He fucking destroyed him. He beat him really bad in less than five minutes. I think it was like a minute and a half or something. It was less than two minutes. I know that much. And he recently fought last Saturday. Oh, June. Oh, June dies. And, uh, he got that ass whipped again. And basically Dana White said, yeah, it's, it's over for CM Punk. And the thing about <clears throat> that, too, is Dana White said, yeah, this is, you know, he wanted to try it. We gave him a shot. We gave him two shots. He just can't do it. Um, I think this is the end of CM Punk. And Dana White said it. He's... You know, you kind of were like, going, fuck you, Dana White. Like, you knew this was going to happen. You were an asshole for doing it. But he was somewhat professional about it. Now, I'm going to talk to you about the biggest UFC mark, Joe Rogan. Now, like I said in earlier episodes about Joe Rogan, I used to love Joe Rogan. I'm fucking big fan of the show News Radio back in the 90s when I was a kid. I used to always watch it in syndication. And it was fucking hilarious. There was a lot of witty references. It was like the best show on TV. The best sitcom on TV that wasn't named Seinfeld at the time. Which I thought it was better than Seinfeld. But, yeah, Joe Rogan was in that. He had a big part of that show. And I'm like, oh, dude, Joe Rogan, Awesome. I listened to his podcast, and he's, like, completely fucking different than what he was on the show. He really changed. And it's really fucking hypocritical what his thing was, as you've heard me say before. But he was talking about CM Punk. And he had CM Punk on the show. And CM, he softballed CM Punk because he was under contract from Dana White. And it's like, oh, yeah, fucking Punk, I think you can do it, and this and that, and you're such a... Such a good influence, man. Fuck WWE and blah, 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 blah. And he went on this whole thing, kissing CM Punk's ass, making him feel, oh, yeah, you know, I'm so happy to be here in an organization that cares. And then CM Punk gets his fucking ass handed to him for the second time. This time, the guy let the fight go to three rounds. Because all I could think of is that episode with the Simpsons. I think his name was Mike Wallace or something, Williams or... I forget his name. I didn't watch the fight. I just know he kicked the fucking shit out of CM Punk. And uh, I seen him. And now Dana White, he's like, hey, yeah, now, now Dana White has to say, hey, what do you want to do next, Mike, for this guy? Because, you know, he has to, essentially being a dick saying he owes fucking this guy a favor for fucking trying to put fucking Punk over a little bit more. And... Make the match a little more interesting. And so Joe Rogan after that. He uh. Yeah he basically just. He fucking buried CM Punk. Like. You were kissing this guy's ass fucking. Two years ago. And now he's a fucking bum. Like. 
Joe, did you not fucking know that the guy was 36 years old and had no formal training? He, he was training for like a year, maybe a year and a half with the fucking Gracies. And <clears throat> Dana White was doing this as a fucking ploy to fucking put butts in the seats and fucking try to steal a fucking demographic called fucking wrestling fans. And now you're just going to fucking bury the guy? Dude, you can go fuck yourself, dude. Like I said, Joe Rogan, I my respect for him just keeps going down and down. The only time I ever really wanted to listen to him or I listened to him was when Joey Diaz came on. And that's only because Joey Diaz was fucking, he's fucking funny, dude. And his stories are fucking great. But even when fucking Joey's telling the stories, you have Joe Rogan. Oh, shit. Oh, like he's fucking... So fucking fake, man. And it's like, your podcast is only so big because you're in fucking L.A. And you can get all the fucking stars. Like, what the fuck? I'm in Philadelphia. I'm recording in what I call the Dungeon of Northeast Philly. I'm not in the dungeon today, but... I don't know, dude. It's... People... There's so many better fucking comedians to listen to if they want to do podcasts. Like, seriously, I'd rather listen to, like, fucking the show Brockmire, fucking keeping it fucking Brockmire. Like, if fucking Jim Brockmire was it, like, that's a fucking thing. Like, fucking David Lee Roth, he had his show that fucking blew. Like, he was supposed to be the big thing on terrestrial radio to replace Howard Stern, and he fucking failed. But the one th time... I was listening to it going to work, and he told a story about this guy selling fucking beepers and how they met up with Heidi Fleiss, and I'm like, holy fuck, David Lee Roth, if you were to make a podcast and just talk about, like, fucking your old Van Halen and your solo fucking days, you would fucking kill Joe Rogan in the fucking podcast readings. Like, people would want to hear that. Like, I don't want to hear about Joe Rogan, oh, you know, I read somewhere that, uh, what's it called? Grass has this fucking drug in it that makes you... Fuck you, man. You used to be any drug, and now you're like... I love to do LSD, and I love marijuana cigarettes. Like, oh my god. I just don't know anymore with this fucking guy. Like, how the fuck does he still have all these fucking listeners? And... And then he fucking started to bury Alex Jones when he fucking went full fucking Trump. Like, dog, you knew Alex Jones was an asshole. Everybody told you he was an asshole. People quit and he fucking told you he was an asshole. Nobody goes on his show anymore. He used to have, oh man, he's cutting edge, he's anti-establishment. Now he's a fucking Trump supporter. Apparently not. He went on a fucking meltdown. After Trump did something and, uh... He didn't agree with, but yeah, this is the type of dude Joe Rogan is. He's the fucking flavor of the week, fuck you, fucking establishment guy now. And what's he gonna do? Oh, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna say, no, you didn't do that, you fucking loser. So after that, what else happened in UFC? Okay, this fucking guy. Let me tell you. Santa. 
the guy who got hurt, Tyron Woodley, who I am actually familiar with in the UFC, and the only reason I'm really familiar with him is because we went to fucking watch the uh, the Alvarez-McGregor fight. And fucking, of course, me and everybody I was with, we were rooting for Alvarez because we're from Philadelphia. You fucking Philadelphia guy. You fucking root for your fucking Philadelphia guy. We should have probably went down to Maggie's down the street, but fuck that place. We would have been on TV if we were, but yeah, they had the undercard. They had the uh, the two women. One was from Poland, and the other one was from some Eastern European thing, and they went at it. Forget their names, but it was pretty fucking brutal, actually. And then you had Woodley versus Thompson. Now, Woodley fucking outclassed this fucking Thompson guy, hands down. And after the fight, so this is what happened. The fight was Woodley fucking <clears throat> beat the fuck out of Thompson. And Thompson did the scrappy white boy thing. He was trying to put him in a fucking choke to get him out. And Thompson just fucking, you know, he fucking just had a lot of heart. And he kept his fucking composure up. And he's like, oh, man, you just, you applauded him. And he fucking great fucking heart. Good fucking, good outing. But you, you just didn't have it, kid. Great effort. You know, you you might need to fucking work your way up to, again. You might have a future. And then... Woodley, who doesn't have a fucking scratch on him or any fucking bruising or fucking swelling of the fucking face, is standing there and it's a fucking clear, oh yeah, Woodley won. Everybody in the fucking crowd knew, eh, fucking Woodley won. He he just fucking outclassed him. And, um, yeah, the ref takes the belt off him, and they call it a fucking draw, which I don't know why the fucking ref would take the belt off him, because if it's a draw, he's still the fucking champion. And the, they set it up for Woodley versus Thompson, too, where he fucking won, because he beat the fuck out of him again, and they're like, nah, you can't do this. And... <clears throat> Yeah, so Woodley got fucked because of a fucking... White people love fucking scrappy white guys, and then fucking the white people were trying to fucking explain to me and MMA rules, because, you know, MMA rules, it's it's MMA. It's not, there's no fucking governing body for MMA. I mean, as boxing is, at least boxing has like four governing bodies, but they all go by the fucking same rules. MMA is almost like fucking WWE. You can make the rules up as you go, and each... I don't know. That's just me, but... There's this fucking guy. Oh, before I go on about that, let me just explain. The guy... Woodley... He had to... Not relinquish the title, because they don't do that, which they shouldn't. So, he didn't relinquish the title, but he uh, he had to leave because he had to get, like, surgery for fucking face bones or some shit like that. He was out, basically. So, he was out for an injury. 
and they held like another match for who's going to be the interim champion. So when Woodley comes back, he's going to fight this guy. They're going to like unify the title. It's like, okay, you're the true champion, which is how it should be. Big ups to fucking UFC for that and Dana White for that fucking structure because that's really how it should be. The dickhead who wins the title. His name is Colby Covington. And the first thing he does when he wins the title. It says. I'm not like the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm going to go to the White House. And I'm going to love it. And fucking shake my president's hand. So I was an Eagles fan, and much like most Eagles fans, because I'm from Philadelphia, Super Bowl LII, as right now, I'm fucking waiting to see what the fucking rings look like, because that ceremony was tonight. The first thing, we asked ourselves, well, first, first things first, no Philadelphia Eagles player kneeled during the anthem. That's number one. Number two. Who the fuck is Colby Covington? And I had hardcore UFC people telling me, Oh, he's the fucking champ. He's really good. I checked out his record. He was 14-1. and one. Okay. And then I'm looking. I'm going to make the welterweight division great again. And I'm like... Fucking welterweight. Then I looked at the fucking rankings, like the top 10 rankings. Woodley's the champion. Fucking. Just because he can't defend it right now, so they had to make someone else the champion, and I understand that. But this guy was ranked number fucking four. You were literally, at the time, the fifth best UFC fucking fighter in the welterweight division. The welterweight division. The one that Tyron Woodley's been fucking destroying. The, the the fucking scrappy white boy who fucking fought Woodley twice was ranked higher than you. And you got a title shot. Because you were available. Not saying that he didn't fucking earn it. Fucking 14 and 1 is fucking great. But. <clears throat> but dog. Oh my god. And he's talking all this shit. And he's doing this. Just like fucking McGregor. And McGregor pretty much. He's fucked because of the fucking Brooklyn fucking melee. At the Barclay Center, or the Barclay Center, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And he's going to, I don't know, personally I don't give a fuck, dude. Floyd Mayweather just made you fucking rich enough to retire. Just fucking retire and just get the fuck out of everybody's fucking grill. You're fucking really obnoxious and you're a fucking piece of shit. But this fucking guy Covington, he seems like he's fucking primed to be the next McGregor. But the only problem is... Is Tyron Woodley, he's 36 years old, but he's going to come back and right now he's fucking, you're pissing him off. He's going to fucking destroy you, Colby. 
And as a Philadelphian and as an Eagles fan, Eagles Nation is behind you, Tyron. Tyron Woodley, if you hear this, you got fucked the first Thompson match, and we want you to, we want you to fucking beat the fuck out of this fucking dumb white boy. We really do. We're behind you, Tyron. Please, beat this fucking guy for us. Get nice and healthy, get your training in, and beat the fuck out of this dude. Please. Knock him out, make him tap, fucking just humiliate him. I don't even want you to fucking just, just humiliate the fuck out of him. Fucking Colby Covington. Who the fuck is Colby Covington? Fucking, I don't even think Trump fucking gives a fuck about you, dude. He'll probably even invite you to the White House because you mentioned his name. Fucking cocksucker. He's pissing me off. You put fucking this asshole in there because fucking white people will fucking gather around them because they're fucking racist. And and really, it's all that's going to come down to. It's going to come down to fucking Woodley and fucking Covington. And it's going to be a big thing because Covington's white and Woodley's black, even though Woodley's going to beat him because he's the more fucking better. He's the better guy. And they're just going to fucking, the white money's going to fucking come on fucking Covington. It's just going to happen. What was the biggest fucking uh, fight of all time at the time? It was fucking Larry Holmes versus Jerry Cooney. And why the fuck was that the biggest uh, fight of all time? Because Jerry Cooney was white. And the money went Jerry Cooney's way. And Larry Holmes beat the fuck out of him. That's your future. Colby Covington is going to be the next fucking Jerry Cooney. And I'm gonna laugh. And then I'll get another rematch. And Woodley will beat him again. And then Woodley will fucking throw the belt down. Fuck the UFC, fuck Joe Rogan, and fuck Dana White. Alright, so... I had to get that off my chest. Um, <clears throat> Nintendo. Been picking up my Switch again, and uh, I gotta say I really like it. I just got an old Neo Geo soccer game, because the World Cup's coming on, and I'm not gonna watch it, because... Fucking Italy's out. USA's out. I have no horse in the fucking race. So. I mean. Really I guess we're going to go for Mexico and Germany. Like fucking there ain't nobody else. I would say England. But Heskey's not on the team. And. <laughs> that's funny. OSW Review keeps talking about Heskey. And uh. I got somebody, like, we got a big joke of running joke with Heskey. Like, when fucking Heskey was, like, 34, it's like, yeah, he's fucking not playing for anybody right now. I said the Philadelphia Union should fucking scoop his ass up because he's a good international player and he can bring something to the table. But, yeah, so, Nintendo, been playing the Switch. 
just got a cheap third-party controller for it because I wasn't spending $70 on a pro controller. Just so, uh, what's it going? Yeah, we were playing Mario Kart, man. Me and Davey Dave were playing Mario Kart, and, uh, he just wanted another controller because the Joy-Cons kind of suck. But E3, man, pretty promising. Mario Party, uh, Super Mario Party. That should be pretty fun as a party game. And, uh, Super Smash Brothers has a giant roster. I think I'm going to get both of those games. I'm going to have a shitload of games for the Switch. Believe that, playboy. And, um... Yeah, get get the fucking Switch, man. Uh, PlayStation had a couple good announcements. Uh, Days Gone. Finally got a release date. And uh, something else was coming out for the PlayStation that looked pretty fucking good. But yeah, there's a lot of shit coming out for both of those systems. And I'm pretty excited. And, uh... I don't know, I might be going to the Royal Rumble too. Phoenix. But, um... Yeah. I don't really know what else to talk about. I can't really talk about fucking Trump. Because I really don't want to get political on this fucking show. Even though I kind of got a little political tonight. Really don't feel that I should have to get political. Because it really pisses me off. And it's going to piss my fucking listeners off. The three to fucking 15 of you, or the 25 of you, I hit one point. But that's it for the John Albatross show. I will catch you on the next one. I should be doing a little bit more. My schedule's a little less hectic, and uh, I'm certified for to be an EMT for another three years, 2021. Let's go. But anyway, this is John Albatross signing out. Peace on the outside.